0: Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about, you know, mom, she had a health scare, we went to the doctors, everything's fine, but we're gonna see the ins and outs of the medical profession and field and kind of just talk about, you know, how we get older and how we have to start taking care of ourselves. And then we start talking about, you know, how, you know, having low energy is perfectly fine and how to address it and assuming things is never really the best for anybody and how we interpret how others feel and just kind of listening to one another and then lastly we end with a little bit of i should have known that we're going to see who wins this week and uh it's just a fun little cool episode so tune along this is we're in trouble now and thanks for listening we're in we're in we're in in trouble now. now we're in trouble
1: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of We're in Trouble Now. And I was almost in trouble last week.
0: Yeah, you almost got you know, a little bit of a medical scare.
1: Yeah, I did. It was, um, I don't, well, let me put this into context. Last week when we were recording the podcast, um, mm-hmm. I was not feeling well. And I believe I mentioned um, during the last week's podcast that I was kind of under the weather. And what had happened is, is like for the last, gosh, it was probably five days. Mm-hmm. I was having severe stomach issues with a fever and I thought I had the stomach flu, yeah. you know, because a lot of times with the stomach flu, you have, you know, your stomach hurts and you have cramps and you have a fever. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I researched it. I'm like, yep, that's what I have. Dr. Google says I have the norovirus, mm-hmm. which is basically a stomach flu. So I'm like, okay, one to three days. I only have to suffer through this for three days. Yeah. And I suffered through it for three days and I'm in a, all sorts of intense pain. I'm nauseated beyond belief. And I'm like, okay, three days is up. I got mm-hmm. this. And I just wasn't feeling any better. And then on Sunday, I actually started feeling worse, which is like, okay, I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. And, um, did the podcast and I'm like, yeah, no, something's wrong, but I just, I'm so, you know, truthfully, I'm scared of the doctors. Mm-hmm. I'm scared yeah, you're afraid of, of needles. Well, not only that, but I'm just afraid like on some things like that, it's like, I'm just afraid I'm going to go in and be like, hey, you know, what? I have this little stomach pain. They're going to be like, bah, bah, you know, something really bad is wrong.
0: Really? You know? Oh, yeah. Why are you afraid of them finding something bad or for them to fix it?
1: <clears throat> well, I mean, for example, like Auntie Vicky went into the hospital with a stomach ache and mm-hmm. ended up having a malignant tumor on her heart. Sure. You know? So I always think like, you know, you go in thinking like, Oh, it's going to be nothing. And Mm -hmm. then it ends up being this huge thing. Sure. So I, I kind of have this underlying fear of that. Okay. And, um, I think
0: Brandon thinks like that too.
1: Yeah, probably. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then, and I knew that the pain that I was experiencing was different than the regular stomach flu kind Mm -hmm. of pain. So I was already kind of scared. And so anyway, um, you go to bed and I'm just like, oh, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. And about one o'clock, I just kind of threw the towel in and I knew I wasn't going to be able to fix it myself. And truthfully, I, I don't think I could handle the pain and the nausea anymore. Yeah. So, but what ended up being is, um, they ran, I got a CT scan a blood work and, they checked my, they did a urinalysis mm-hmm. and I ended up having a UTI yeah. and it was so weird, Robert, because I've had those before yeah. and I've had completely different symptoms. Like in what way? Well, because usually with it, and I don't want to get super graphic, mm-hmm. but usually with a UTI, it like hurts when you go to the bathroom sure. and it's I was having pain, but it was like pain was everywhere. Yeah. So it was really hard for me to determine that that's what it was Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you can tell because you have like kind of a cloudy urine sure I didn't have that Mm -hmm. so I didn't have any of those symptoms that I've usually have and so when they're like this is what you have I'm like oh that's interesting Mm -hmm. you know so but they gave me an antibiotic and I have a day and a half left of my antibiotics and I finally feel well I finally feel like I'm like I'm not sick
0: that's good Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who would have thought that like something so small would cause so many like symptoms?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? And it was just kind of like, um, like I said, I knew something was wrong and I just couldn't figure out what it was. But
0: now do you think you should have went to the doctor sooner?
1: In hindsight, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? It, it's like, because uh, when, I think it was Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. I got up to go with you to take Andy for a walk. I couldn't even walk down the block.
0: No, it was it was sooner. Than, it was earlier than that. It, it was, was like, um, I'd say like Monday or Tuesday.
1: Yeah. I was sick longer than I remember. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, the pain was so intense. I couldn't, I could, I walked like maybe to the end of the driveway and down half a block.
0: No, you got about 25 feet.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to pass out here. Yeah. And then I remember coming home and you and Indy, you know, of course you, you finished the walk and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in so much pain. If I'm not better by one o'clock, I'm going to go to the emergency room. Yeah. And I should have just gone then and there. If I have to give myself a time limit as to, you know, if I can bear this pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
0: why do you think you gave yourself a time limit? Like why, why didn't you just go?
1: Cause I was scared.
0: Oh, you were? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah you know, what? I was scared. It was just the whole, like, kind of in denial. I, I, I'm not a fan of doctors at all. Sure. And you know what, and I love my mother dearly, but she was always, she was kind of a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. You know, every little thing was a big thing with her. Yeah. And um, it really made it to the point where both Auntie Vicki and I were, um, we suffered a whole lot because we just didn't want to be like a, um, we didn't want to be like overreactionary
0: so you're the exact opposite yes yeah
1: yeah and so even auntie vicky when she um went to the hospital and they found out she had cancer Mm -hmm. she waited and waited and waited because she just didn't want to be like she didn't want to go unless there was something actually really wrong that's fair yeah and i didn't want to go and then then be like it's nothing you have the stomach flu why are you here Mm -hmm. kind of thing
0: that's natural to it's natural to kind of like either downplay it or overthink it yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, it, it was just, it was really weird because I was laying there and I, I knew I was going to have to have you take me because mm-hmm. um, I had, we had to go to the hospital in the next a couple of towns over. Mm-hmm. And um, I, there is no way I could have driven. Yeah. But it was very reminiscent of, you know, me taking Barbu to the emergency room in the middle of the night. And, yeah except this time I wasn't driving and and it was kind of like a little bit of a mind fuck. How so? Well, because the caretaker became the one who needed the care, you know, yeah, but that's
0: only natural though as time progresses.
1: Yeah. You know? But I've always prided myself on being independent and I've always prided myself of, um, you know, I was the one who took care of my parents, mm-hmm. you know, they called me when they needed help. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm the little gray haired lady sitting in the passenger seat and, it was, it was kind of a, it, it, I wouldn't say a tough pill to swallow, yeah. but it was just kind of like, huh, I'm not driving.
0: Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I guess it's gotta be kind of nice to know that somebody can take care of you. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, absolutely. And you know it, And it's, it made me really proud that, you know, you were, you were there to help me without a second thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was no like, oh my God, I can't believe you're making me get up at one in the morning to take you. And yeah. there was no like. There was no repercussions of me needing help. Yeah. It would have
0: been a terrible thing to do.
1: But it's a, it's a terrible thing to do, but people do that. Really? Oh yeah. You know, like your dad never would have been kind. Really? Mm-mm, not at all. Hmm. You know, there were times where I had to, um, I remember a couple of times when we, when I was younger and married, mm-hmm. um, I would need help like that and, I was never met with kindness. Really? Mm-mm.
0: I remember taking Sarah to that same hospital when she had uh, food poisoning. Oh, okay. And I took her there a couple of times too.
1: That's the first time I've... Now, I went there one time with Barbu because mm-hmm. it, it was actually... That's a trauma center hospital. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's in a car accident, that's where they go. And um, it was very... I, I I have not been in a hospital or an emergency room since Barbu passed away, and since COVID started,
0: Well, didn't Brandon break his leg before or after Barbu died.
1: After Barbu died, but before COVID. Yeah. So, and um, we always went down to the the one here here in Temecula, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, no, it just I got an overall sense of um, everybody was very nice. The mm-hmm. staff was extremely nice. Um, I got really great service. But the, everybody seemed um, COVID fatigued. Mm-hmm. You know, people, they've been through a lot. The medical profession has been through a lot. Yeah. And even when we were sitting there, we heard people being admitted for COVID, which is just kind of like, oh, that, is, that didn't go away.
0: No, it's, it's going to be here for a very long time.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about maybe wearing masks again? Yeah.
0: I wear, I wear one of the doctors on Friday.
1: Yeah. I wear one, I would wear one to the doctors. I, I don't wear one and in, in when we go get groceries for mm-hmm. some reason. But if the cases continue to go up, I might start wearing them a little bit more.
0: It's only, it's almost more like common courtesy because mm-hmm. a lot of people are kind of dirty.
1: Yeah. And you know what the whole thing is? It's like I was telling you the other day, um, I kind of have like an OCD thing anyway, mm-hmm. where when people walk by me, I won't breathe. I don't blame you. I don't breathe the. Because the, you know how sometimes it like they'll walk by and it like circulates the air and it kind of like a little poof. Poofs? Like a little. Whew, like move your hand by your face. Feel that? Like if somebody walks by whew, and you can kind of feel like that little rush of air, mm-hmm. I automatically hold my breath. Okay. And I've done that since I was a kid.
0: Uh, maybe the mask would be a good idea then. I hold my breath. Ah.
1: And then when they walk away, I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Until the next person walks by and i like <laughs>
0: That sounds. That sounds. Uh... Like a lot of work? Like a lot of work, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you wonder why I am the way I am. It's because I'm like, you know, practically yeah. passing out because people keep on walking by me.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the time of year where it, you know, sickness and kind of like that stuff kind of increases. So now would be the time to start wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, we so hardly ever leave the house. It's few and far. Yeah. So like Willy Wonka, we only leave like once every 20 years.
1: <clears throat> that is very true. But I like, you know what, truthfully, I kind of like it that way. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me, I didn't mean to cough mm-hmm. and I'm not sick. I just swallowed the wrong way. Sure. And so that was, that was kind of a, um, I don't know, kind of an eye opener because sometimes I think I need to, to take better care of myself mm-hmm. because I mean, if it would have been your Brandon, I would have been really upset that you all didn't go to the hospital sooner.
0: Well, if it would Brandon, Brandon and I, you would have told us to go to the hospital as soon as we have a symptom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't think I, I, I absolutely am guilty of that in the past. Mm-hmm. I think now I would be more inclined to be like, well, you're an adult and smart enough to know when you need to go. Sure. Yeah. That was not a very good. Sure.
0: Well, I, 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 I can't remember the last time I was sick, but I think the last time you were like, well, maybe you think about going to the urgent care. And I think I wish that maybe sometimes you li- you would take your own you would take your own advice. Yeah, that's things. what I was
1: just trying to say. I need to start taking better care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, self-care is um it's not fair mm-hmm. to you and Brandon for me to be like my health doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a common courtesy. I mean, me taking better care of myself like that is less of a burden on you and Brandon.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Yeah. Not only that, but it's, it's like selfish for you not to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, plus I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that on the ride back. Like if something was to happen to you, you know, it'd be, it'd be a hard transition, you know? Yeah. And you leave me alone with Brandon.
1: (laughs) You too would be good. You know, and and I was thinking about it too. And and I think about it a lot, Brent or Robert, because, Mm. you know, we are going through our, our, family counseling together Mm -hmm. and sometimes it really amazes me how much more free I am Mm -hmm. now that I've started that counseling. In what way? Well, because I mean, I put so much pressure on you and Brandon. Um, I was like hyper fixated on both of you, Yeah, you know, and whereas I was hiding under the disguise of like, Oh, I'm such a great mom. Mm -hmm. I was just, I wasn't reading the room. And I was just, I was being selfish and thinking of my own, I I would, I don't even know if I would say it was selfish, but I was like hyper fixated on you and Brandon and and like I had to help fix you or I had to help in your life and, and this and that. And it was kind of, um, it was a little overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Well, it was like, it was not even so much like help. It was like anything that you could Anything that Brandon and I were doing, you were trying to improve. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And like it was, it was exhausting. Um, I'm sure on both ends, you know, it was tiring for Brandon and I to the point of resentment and it Mm -hmm. hadn't been tiring for you.
1: It got to the point where I got a little resentful too. Really? In what way? In a way that kind of like, you know, truthfully, instead of seeing that you and Brandon were adults and you could figure things out, Mm -hmm. I was getting pissed that you weren't adults and figuring things out. Sure. So I wasn't, again, I wasn't reading the room. Mm-hmm. And so I was putting all these pressures and expectations on myself yeah. that wasn't doing anybody any good.
0: Yeah. and uh, Yeah. I think you, you've definitely improved and you definitely kind of like, I don't want to say self-sabotage, but you would definitely have like, I remember there'd be times and instances where we would do something together as a family. And if it didn't work out exactly how you envisioned it, it was like a failure or it was mm-hmm. like, um you know, you were, you, you would get upset, you know, and it would, it would be hard to go to events and be hard to do things with you because things would never turn out how you envisioned it.
1: Yeah. Cause I would have unrealistic expectations as yeah. to what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I know that I did that Brandon or Robert, yep. but what was the last time that you think I did that? Do you remember at occasion?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I, it'd be hard to, for me to think back at one particular one.
1: Was it like, um, Like maybe like on our holidays or something. Just any
0: time where all three of us were together, Mm. to be honest with you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean I could see that. And you Mm -hmm. know what and and it was weird because it was like I was doing it and I, I was doing it almost like subconsciously but consciously and it's been a really, really cool journey for me to finally let go of that and just enjoy the moment and enjoy my, my children.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it makes life a little more easier.
1: Yeah. You know? And you know what? And it's like, it's even like with Robert or even like with you and I'm sorry, I keep on messing your yeah, I don't know. up. Yeah. You don't know why I'm doing that? I'm going
0: to need a name tag.
1: Yeah. No, I don't hmm? think so. Okay. But, um, I forgot where I was going with it now.
0: I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do the same thing too, but, um, not to, I don't think that to that degree. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So no, it's just it to me it's been a really cool journey. It's to me it's it's uh, letting go was to me scary, but probably mm-hmm. one of the best things I I could have done for for myself. Now what made it scary? Because I just felt like if I was letting go, I mean, because I wanted. When I got sober, I, I had a chance of having a relationship with you and Brandon that I never thought I was going to have. Sure. So I latched onto it with like every fiber of my being. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid if I let go, like if I was just be like, you know what? I don't have to be in your, your line of sight 24 yeah. seven. I was going to lose it. Sure. And it was something that I didn't want to lose. So by holding on so tight, mm-hmm. I was actually doing what I was scared. What you were afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I would think the same way.
1: Yeah. And you know what? And a lot of times I think you and Brandon kind of thought like I was being selfish or malicious in my actions of mm-hmm. being like, you know, overly, overly over the top. Mm-hmm. But there was never anything malicious about it. I was just... I was just scared.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I knew, I knew why you were doing it, you know, I and I, and I knew that there was good intentions behind it, but it was, you know, it was like I was saying, it, it was tiring, you know?
1: I know. And I appreciate that. But mm-hmm. a lot of times good intentions, mm-hmm. um, Barbara always used to say something like the route to all evil is paved by the road of good intentions. Sure. Something along those lines. And it's, you know, even though somebody has a good intention, it sometimes it doesn't diminish the fact that it sucks yeah. or, you know,
0: so, but like, okay. So like when it comes to that kind of stuff, what would, what would have helped other than going to counseling? Cause I, I, I was always, I was always in the impression that if we were to call you on it, you would be upset. And so it's almost easier to kind of like, let you like run its course kind of thing.
1: Well, you know what I, I think we might have been able to have figured this out ourselves, but I don't know if we would have had as much success, mm-hmm. but I looked at it as, is like all my emotions and all my feelings and all my, my hopes, doubts, fears, everything was like a mm-hmm. big tangled mess Okay, and I didn't know how to start unraveling it. Okay. And it's, it's kind of like, once you get, you know, like when you're trying to undo a knot Mm -hmm. and you get that first little part kind of loosened and all of a sudden it like leads to another and it leads to another, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at now. Um, But I also think sometimes that you still think that I'm going to react the way that I was, I reacted when I was um, drinking, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like that gut reaction of she's going to fly off the handle Sure. that sometimes I think you already have it built in your head that that's how the outcome is going to be yeah. with that completely not how the outcome is going to be.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I definitely want to, you know, I've been telling myself lately that I'm definitely going to start saying what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And, Cause I, I was thinking about that the other day. The only thing it does is hurt myself. So if I'm just more honest and just being, you know, more honest and straightforward with people, I think that's the easier route. So for now on, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to work on telling people how I feel about stuff.
1: I think that's really cool because I also think, and please don't take me wrong, Mm -hmm. but I also think that you think like, I don't see it, but I absolutely do. I would see what? Like if I, like if you need, like if I ask you a question about Mm -hmm. something and you're right in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, you know what, I need five minutes and Mm -hmm. then I'll, I'll give you all my attention. You'll just kind of be like, (sighs) Yeah. And then, and then what happens is it's like you help me and, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it, mm-hmm. but it's just such a, a non enjoyable experience
0: Sure, because
1: you're, you, you almost are like angry that you had to stop to help me yeah. where well, I would have preferred that you'd been like, you know what, let's just, you know, I'll give you, give me 15 minutes and I, I can give you my attention, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, with that, it's kind of, it's kind of hit or miss though, to be honest with you. Because if I'm like, oh, hey, don't give me 15 minutes. I mean, that 15 minutes, uh, you know, that it'd just be, it would be put off and put off and put off, you know. And you know, some, and sometimes there's times where I'm like, oh God, like I wish, you know, like it, helping you get, it gets difficult. There's times, but for the most part, I'm like, you know, I can help you, you know.
1: But so, I don't want it to do it to where you know, and and I know that you are working on trying to mm, speak up and say mm-hmm. things. But mm-hmm. I also, too, I think I need to be more like, um, you know, I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. Mm-hmm. For example, the note that I put on the refrigerator, yeah. you know, if there's things, if there's questions I have you or things I want to run by you, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to interrupt you when you're in your office, because for one, I don't, you know, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. And for a second reason is, is like, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, I would say maybe start doing that, you know, yeah. so this, so this way, let's like more of like a neutral zone. Cause I feel, you know, there's, there's times where like, you know, I'm in the middle of something or I'm trying to do something and you're in, you're right. It is a distraction and it is difficult to deal with. And it, and it, you know, there's times where it's sometimes they're easier than others. And there's times where I can, I can, I can help, but you know, you never really know. And so it's gotta be kind of difficult for you to walk in cause you don't, you don't know what kind of interaction you're going to get you know
1: yeah I mean but in all fairness Robert Mm -hmm. I mean sometimes you'll come out and I'll be editing a video and I'll have my headphones on and you'll start talking to me Yeah. you know so I'll just turn off my you know I'll Mm -hmm. stop what I'm doing Mm -hmm. if I can and you know and Mm -hmm. I'll talk to you so you know I don't want it to you know it's like I think we both do it in a non-malicious way Mm -hmm. so you know It's just kind of, I mean, it's my office just happens to be in the middle of the kitchen.
0: So it's interesting because I never thought about it. I always thought whenever I talked to you, it was because it was more of like a social protocol. So I was trying to, I was trying to talk to you more so to like be pleasant. And, you know, I didn't realize, you know, I never really interpreted the thought that like I'd be interrupting you editing. Yeah. You know. Because
1: what I do now is, is I put my earphones on to edit my mm-hmm. YouTubes Yeah, because for one thing, it helps me concentrate. Mm-hmm. And also too, it just kind of like signifies that I'm editing a mm-hmm. YouTube. So that way, like if you come into the kitchen to grab some oatmeal, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever noticed or not, but sometimes I'll, I'll like stop my video and I'll take my headphones yeah. off and I'll chit chat yeah. with you. And then when you leave, I put them back on, Yeah, but, um, you yeah, know,
0: no, I'll be more, I'll be more, um, culture or, um, aware of the read the room a little bit easier.
1: Yeah. And you know what? And I wasn't upset, yeah. but to me, it's just when, whenever that would happen, I would just mm-hmm. be kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, he doesn't realize that he's doing exactly what I mm-hmm. do to him. And he gets mad at me over, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Well,
0: I, I wouldn't say, I mean, it's not, it's similar. I don't know if it's the same. Right. Well, because one's a casual conversation and I feel like, um, the other time, I mean, there's times I, you know, you come to meet up with help. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the I think the help requires a little bit more like um, focus. You know, whereas we're like crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little bit more like downplayed. Um,
1: so you think that the 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 context of the conversation mm-hmm. merits whether or not?
0: Yeah, well, some. I mean, because you come with me, you come with some really difficult questions that require um, you know a good deal of of like backlog and they're good questions, mm-hmm. but I think they're a little harder to answer sometimes, you know, I, I, and I, maybe, maybe they're not, maybe they're not different. Maybe they are the same, you know, the more, I'm, the more I'm talking about and thinking about it, I think they are similar, you know, cause we're both working and the other one is talking and it's, and it is I never really, I never really interpreted it like that.
1: Yeah. And like yeah. I said, I was never, I, I mean, and I was never angry or mm-hmm. upset. Yeah. Um. It, to me, it was more like sometimes I think, in life, mm-hmm. we see only one direction, Sure. and you know we see what happens to us, but we don't see what we do to others. That's understandable. You know, you know. Yeah, and so I mean, I I know now when you I mean I don't ever I have I don't think I've ever interrupted your stream since this whole communication thing. I mean, like in the mornings when you stream, mm-hmm. I've never once. I mean, I walked in there one time to get Indy's toy, and I just about. Um, I've totally forgot you were streaming, but mm-hmm. I don't interrupt you like I used to.
0: Like, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, you ha- you haven't interrupted me like you used to. You
1: yeah. know, because I have respect for you and your craft and your mm-hmm. business and your you know everything that you're doing. I have respect for that. Yeah. So sometimes I I just sometimes truthfully sometimes I feel like I'm still judged over past me yeah. instead of present me.
0: That's understandable. Yeah. You know, and I, and I do think and I do think I do judge you as past you mm-hmm. versus present you. You know, but that's, you know, that's, a, that's a muscle slowly getting on work, kind of like how you're that not analogy. Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's a, it's um, a quick, I guess it's, it's easier to assume something that's happened for so much longer than sober mom kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And not even, I mean, and truthfully, it's like sober mom 2.0, mm-hmm. because even when I was sober, I had, app it's almost like I had no boundaries once I was sober.
0: Yeah. You went from one extreme to the mm-hmm. other and then now you're kind of like leveling out.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I went from like, you know, living in my cave of addiction to mm-hmm. just wanting constant attention and mm-hmm. limelight and, yeah, you to know, to catch
0: up for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Of, of, I, um, ne- I don't want to say neglect, but 20 years of just doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like even in, even today, today you, you've had a low little bit of a low energy day.
0: Yeah. Sundays are hard. Yeah. yeah.
1: And today I found myself, um, you know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, gosh, I wonder I wonder what I did. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he's upset at me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where my mind went. Sure. And instantly I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with you. Lonnie. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, literally nothing. Yeah. And sometimes I feel bad because sometimes I think that you think that it is about
1: you. And you're right. Because in the past I would. Mm -hmm. And even like today, that's Mm -hmm. exactly where my mind went. Yeah. But with unraveling that knot and having communication and talking, you know, and, and, letting go of that intense, like I've got to fix you mode Yeah. because before I would have been in your face, like what's wrong, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, let mommy fix you, yeah. you know, tell me all your problems. Let's, yeah. you know, let's play a game, you know? And today it was just like, it was so, um, relieving for, it, it was a, such a sense of relief for me mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, this got nothing to do about you, Lonnie. Just mind your own business and have a good day. Yeah, and that's what I did. Yeah, you know, even on our walks with Indy, I just kind of like I'm just gonna enjoy the beautiful rainy day. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's how I look. I mean, my I mean, the entire Monday through Saturday, right? It's I'm like, my personality is on, right? Mm-hmm. And in some way or another, I'm doing something. And then Sundays are my only days off. And even on Sunday, I mean, I've been up since four thirty or four. And I've been working since 4 a.m., you mm-hmm. know, and I'll and I'll be working until about eight or nine at night. And Monday I start all over again. So Sundays I like to just, you know, Sundays are just my my decompressing day where I just I don't talk very loud and I'm, I'm I don't talk very um, a lot and I just like to kind of be in my own little headspace. Yeah. And then, and literally, I mean. And then like literally nothing, I mean, you've done nothing wrong yeah. and, and, and nothing. It, this isn't directed at you in any way. Right. You know? and,
1: and the whole thing is, is that you, you have to be able to allow to have those decompression mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. without having to worry about like, oh my God, yeah. am I making? You yeah. Know, or like edge. justify why. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I bring this up, Robert, is because mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you um, unravel that knot when it comes to me. Yeah. You know, because I 100% know exactly what I would have done mm-hmm. six months ago yeah. or five, you know, however many years ago, I know how I would have reacted. Mm-hmm. And it was, to me, it's like such a breakthrough. Like, I, I just wanted to share that with you, that yeah. I was aware that you were having a low energy day yeah. and that I was aware that it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that really truthfully, the, the only, the best way to help you with a low energy day is to just kind of just do my own thing, yeah. you know, just kind of putter around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I think we did today. I mean, we went for walks and there wasn't a lot of conversation, which is perfectly fine because yeah. it just let me kind of just like, you know, I just got to just, like you say, enjoy the walk. Yeah. Not think about things.
1: And because, you know, truthfully, I enjoyed my walk just as much today as I did yesterday,
0: mm-hmm. you yeah. know,
1: because sometimes, you know, believe it or not, sometimes it's nice for me to not have to feel like I always have to be entertaining. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I can just sit there and enjoy watching Indy in her cute little fancy pink jacket. Yeah. Enjoy the the cool Sunday morning.
0: Yeah, that's the truth.
1: You know, so I just want to let you know, like, you know... um, I I see changes within me Mm -hmm. and hopefully over time, Mm -hmm. you can kind of maybe let your guard down a little bit that I'm not going to be that old Lonnie 24 seven. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, there's definitely changed and it's noticeable. And I think just as long as it stays in the same course and the same, you know, speed. I think, I think for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I mean, with with enough time, right? They'll be, you'll have been sober longer in my life than you were an alcoholic.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you know what's really weird, Robert, is is like a lot of times when I'm like really proud of myself for my different behavior, mm-hmm. it's not from alcoholic Lonnie to now.
0: Yeah,
1: it's sober Lonnie that didn't um, that didn't. Um, That was trying to make, you know, I don't know. It's, it was me always like trying to um, not respecting anybody's boundaries and doing it sober, but doing it with the banner of, I'm sober, so it's, it's okay to, the rules are different now. Yeah. I can overstep these boundaries because I'm sober. Yeah. You know, I I can, I can, you know, I know what's best because I'm sober.
0: Yeah. I've got a clear mind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think I'm more proud about my, um my new form of listening mm-hmm. and letting go mm-hmm. almost more than I was of you know how I was when I was drinking.
0: Yeah. What's well, a different well it's a different um accomplishment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think and I think going to the counselor has definitely helped that.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely proud of not drinking, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying I and you know it's a different milestone. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of counseling, um I did the last time that, um, we were talking to her, she gave me, uh, or she gave us a name of a book that she recommended and I bought it and it's coming, I'm getting it tomorrow Mm -hmm. and it's called addictive thinking. And what this is, and I'm really excited to read it and I'll, and I'll share with y'all like what I think of the book, but it's about, um, your inner dialogue because I have a very loud inner dialogue, and a lot of times, the things that I think and the things that I tell myself, even though I'm sober, I still think my inner dialogue um, is stuck in an addictive tone, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see how this is going to further help me unravel the knot in my head.
0: Now did Brandon get one too, or is it just you?
1: No, I bought one for him too. Oh, he that asked that for thing. one also. Oh, okay. Brandon and I have an amazingly a a very similar inner dialogue. Very similar, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, sometimes it's weird because sometimes I feel like you don't understand us.
0: I absolutely don't. Yeah, ninety. I would say about ninety percent of the time. You don't, and it it takes, and I think it takes a lot of explaining for me to get yours and Brandon's point of view, uh, honest and truthfully.
1: Now, do you think that we're just wrong, or do you? No, just No, I don't th- think
0: you're wrong. I think you just, like you say, you look at. I think you look at life with different lenses on. Yeah, you know, where, where, whereas I, 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 you know, I, I interpret something, and you, you see another. Yeah, it's like almost like you know, I don't know if you you saw when you were at school, but like there'd be like a bunch of dots and if you stared at it long enough, it'd be like a, you know, like a flower or yeah. like a dog or you, you just see different items in the, in the dots than I do.
1: Yeah. Now sometimes because I'm always like, because I do understand Brandon's way of thinking, mm-hmm. do you ever feel like maybe sometimes I like hold up for him more or, you know, or I'm always defending him or anything like that?
0: Um, not defending cause defending is the wrong word. I think you're more, um, I think it's more of interpreting than defending.
1: Do you think I interpret too much for him? No,
0: I, no, I think you have to interpret for me mm. about what Brandon's thinking and doing, you know, whereas like, you know, you'll tell me, Brandon will do something and then I'll be like, well, why? And then you'll have to explain it to me why he's doing it because you and him are so similar. Right. You know? So, I, I mean, I, I've never... I never really looked at it as a, you were defending Brandon. I think Brandon just needed a second person on his team. Yeah. Not, not so much in a defending manner, but, but because somebody Brandon needs somebody who understands Brandon Yeah, and you understand Brandon the best. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause I always wondered that because sometimes I feel like, you know, like I am kind of like, I feel like that the Sigourney Weaver on, um, galaxy quest. It's like, I repeat what the computer says. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, Brandon will say something or do something. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm repeating what he's, what, you know, I know it's not word for word, but I kind of interpret it.
0: You repeat his intentions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And sometimes I always just wondered if you felt like, you know, I don't know, like maybe I was, um, you know, constantly like, you know, Painting a different picture or something.
0: What do you mean by a different picture?
1: Well, because it's like Brandon will do something, and you'll see you'll see it in one way, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, no, 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 that's not what's going on. It's going yeah. on this way. So sometimes I just didn't know if you were all like, oh, there she's doing it again, kind of thing. Because you see it in one way, yeah. and then I'm like, no, 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 that's not the way it is.
0: Um, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know about like, that's the way it is, but it's definitely, it definitely requires two people to understand Brandon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Brandon definitely requires two people. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and no, I mean, there's no better person to help Brandon understand Brandon than you, because like I said, you and him are so similar. Yeah. You know, you and him are, have very identical, um, you know, fears and very identical goals and very identical just mindsets. Yeah. So it, it would make sense that you and him would have more in common. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, you know, and it's, I think sometimes in that way of thinking, Mm -hmm. it, it almost drew, like, it was harder for me to understand why you were doing what you were doing.
0: Probably. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I, but also, too, I think I was in a, I I think I still am in a position where I, I'm I'm okay with, with explaining how I'm doing it, but, but not needing another, you know. I feel like I'm a little more self-sufficient.
1: You are. I mean, yeah. definitely you are. And sometimes I think like you're very, again, that word stoic because mm-hmm. we already talked about that on another podcast. Yeah. You are very stoic. And sometimes, you know, by being that, you know, sometimes it's easy to be overlooked. You yeah, know? that's fair. Yeah. And, you know, but I also too know that you are the type of person where you don't want me like, you know, trying to, Trying to like be in your, you know, Mm -hmm. in your psyche.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely don't want that. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, there's, there's times too where I, I I won't tell you something that's happening until after I fixed it because I, because I don't want extra help or I don't want, um, well, you
1: mentioned that before and I'm very conscientious about that right Mm -hmm. now because, and then, you know, and that's with time, hopefully you will, um, you'll trust me on that one, but like you said, sometimes you just want to be able to come to me with a problem without me trying to jump to the like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, mommy's going to fix that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I am very conscientious of that. Yeah. And I think uh, if nothing else, like I said, I think I proved that I am um, doing that just by the simple fact that today was just like, yeah, I'm just leave Robert alone kind of day.
0: Yeah, 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 you definitely are. Like I said, it you know, it's, um, it's a knot that needs to be reworked.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe get like the the massager and like put it on your head.
0: There, yeah, there it is. That's (laughs) what I'll
1: do. All right. So, do you feel smart today?
0: I feel I feel relatively smart. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because we are going to play our trivia. All right. oh, let me grab a let me grab a pen. Okay. Right
0: on this thing.
1: Yes. All right. So. You ready? Ready. All right, Robert. What does it mean to cook pasta el dente?
0: Um without any water.
1: <laughs> no.
0: No? What does El Dente mean?
1: It means to the pasta is cooked to be firm to the bite.
0: Firm pasta?
1: Yeah. Because you know we always overcook our pasta. What do you mean? Well, when I make spaghetti, it's I boil it longer than the time on the box because I don't like firm pasta. I like, what I like... What does a
0: firm pasta taste like?
1: It's just, um, has a little bit more of a chew to it.
0: What? I don't understand. How does a, how does a pasta... El
1: dente is the pasta, the pasta is cooked to be firm to the bite. So okay. you would pick up, you know, you could pick up a noodle and be like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Sure. that's not El dente.
0: What do you Okay I'm going to have to eat al dente noodles then Because I don't understand I mean a, a noodle is a noodle
1: But you can Some noodles are softer than others A
0: soft noodle?
1: Yeah Okay, hold on here What is al dente pasta? Okay What's the meaning of al dente? Literally translated to as To the tooth to the tooth. To the tooth. El dente is an Italian term used to describe the ideal consistency of pasta and rice when cooked. Okay. El dente pasta is firm when bitten without being hard. So it's a noodle. It's a noodle, but not as cooked as you're used to. It would be a harder noodle.
0: What would make the noodle harder?
1: You don't cook it as long.
0: I've had hard noodles. I've had noodles that aren't even cooked.
1: Okay. That's a raw noodle. Okay. A, an al dente pasta is a firmer pasta than what you're used to. I'm
0: going to have to eat an al dente then because this doesn't make sense. That's like having like, oh, you've had ice cream. But if you had an al dente ice cream, it's like it's just harder ice cream. Yeah. It's still ice it cream. would be
1: like ice cream out of the freezer where it's really hard. It, like, you know, or a, like a melting popsicle.
0: I'm going to have to eat this al dente noodle. <laughs> it does, it, it, like, it, like I understand, I understand the concept of it, but it doesn't like, also too, when you, okay, so when you, I've heard, I realized that there's like two different, not realized, but somebody had mentioned, I think I've read in an article or a video or something, but like there's some people who like, when I think of noodle, right? When, when, okay. When you, th- when I say noodle, what do you think of? Like, do you think of an actual noodle or do you, or is a noodle written out like in words? Oh,
1: I saw the noodle. Right. I saw the picture. Yeah, because the there's some
0: people that, when they say noodle, it's like spelled out. Really? Yeah, it's not like an actual picture of a noodle.
1: That's weird. Yeah. What's the difference? Do you know?
0: I don't. Know. I think it's just your cognitive. Thought.
1: Cognitive. Okay. Well, this is an al dente noodle. Okay. All right. All right. What Is there really
0: such a thing? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. And um, like if you go to an Italian restaurant, all mm-hmm. their pastas are going to be al dente. Really? Because that's how the Italians eat it. Okay. I've always overcooked my pasta because I, I'm not a fan You're of al Italian. dente. Yeah. So that's why you have absolutely no concept of it. because. I've
0: had, but I've had pasta from other people.
1: Well, maybe they don't like al dente either.
0: Yeah. Well, like Olive Garden, would that have it al dente?
1: That's kind of like, like, I don't know if that's real, real, real Italian. Okay. It's like going like Taco Bell and thinking that's Mexican food. That's fair. So, okay. What is the main ingredient in guacamole?
0: Avocado. That one I know.
1: Yes. That one you got right. What famous psychologist developed the, what famous psychologist developed and named a, a hierarchy of needs? What oh, famous psychiatrist I'm probably, I'm
0: probably gonna say um uh what's his name? Siegfried or whatever his name is?
1: That's what I was thinking but yeah. no. Who is it? It is Abraham H. Maslow.
0: Oh, that's my second guess.
1: Um what artist is famous for the songs Your Song and Tiny Dancer? It's Alan John.
0: Sir, Sir Ellen Elton. Sir Elton John. John.
1: All right, you got two, Robert. All right.
0: all right uh, what are the names of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's twins
1: oh um Vivian and Knox
0: yeah uh, yep yeah, excellent <laughs> weird that you would know the other people's names
1: I, well yeah I know I, I'm i I'm fascinated with them but continue
0: okay. uh what drink do you get when you mix um kachaka lime eh, sugar and ice
1: um Kochakalaka?
0: Capri uh, and
1: Okay. I missed that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, what director and writer was married to Madonna from 2000,
1: 2008? Oh, 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 Guy Ritchie. Yeah.
0: Are you reading the back of these? Nope. What dried fruit are prunes?
1: Um, plums. Yep. Ooh, mom's in the lead. Yep. All right. I like how this goes. What brand is behind the iconic perfume number five? Chanel. You are correct. I'm so yeah. proud of you, Robert. Yeah. When you address a letter with C slash O, what does the C and O stand for? See, I know this because I used to be a secretary.
0: Correspondence? No. Um.
1: <laughs> you don't get to keep guessing.
0: Well no, no, because I'm old you're older than I. I get one more guess.
1: (laughs) I like Um, it. I don't know. Oh, I forgot to give you that one. Care of.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: What is the round button on the iPhone called? The home button? Yes. All right. What condition is Dustin Hoffman's character, Raymond Babbitt, afflicted with Afflicted by in the nineteen eighty eight film Rain Man.
0: I've never seen it. Um, what is it? Um, it's called. Oh, I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. What condition? I, I know it. I know okay. what it is. Um,
1: do, I, don't, I
0: can't. Do, I can't get the name do, of it. Do, it's. Um, do, do. I don't know. I can't. I know what it's called. I know what it is, and I can't. I can't think of the what word.
1: What is the first letter? Uh, I don't know. Autism.
0: No, it's a different kind of. It's a special kind of autism, though. No. I was going to say autism.
1: Well, that's the answer. That's lame.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. so this one. Mm, okay. Name two of the four presidents who have been assassinated while in office.
1: Abraham Lincoln, um, JFK. How many do I have to do? Two. Oh, good. I got it.
0: Mm -hmm. Do the others? You wouldn't have gotten the others.
1: Um, The other one was Theodore Woodright. No. (laughs) What were the other two?
0: James Garfield and William McKinley. Mm. What was the Excalibur in The Legend of King Arthur? What, what, what? What was Excalibur in The Legend of King Arthur?
1: The sword, right?
0: It was a sword, yeah.
1: I am in the lead. Oh, you won't
0: get this one, though. What are Windsor and four-in-hand examples of?
1: What is Windsor?
0: Windsor and four-in-hand examples of?
1: Um, Card games. Tie knots. Oh, wow. Yeah. My, That's, favorite, yeah, my favorite tie knot tie. Yeah, yep. a half
0: Windsor What do you call a word or phrase that reproduces the letter of another word or phrase in a different order? Cinnamon. Anagram.
1: Oh, okay. I'm still ahead by one. All
0: right. This is the tiebreaker. Yes. All right.
1: Okay. What is the name of Super Mario's brother in the video game Super Mario Brothers?
0: Luigi. That was pretty easy. Why do I
1: always think of X every time I talk about the Mario Brothers? Because him and
0: I dress up as Mario and Luigi.
1: What profession did Pavarate, have
0: Pavarate,
1: yeah. What profession did Luciano Pavarate have?
0: He was a painter,
1: really. You don't know this one.
0: I don't know who it is. I don't know who that is.
1: What profession, yeah, did if you say it slowly? <laughs> I don't know, who, I still don't know who this person is. Luciano Pavarate
0: is, oh, well, apparently, he's not a painter, um, <laughs> a chef.
1: No, he's an opera singer.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yes, okay. What is the name of the Italian fashion designer who was shot dead outside of his home in Miami in
0: 1997?
1: Oh, this is, um, oh, I, I'm trying to think of it.
0: Uh, is it, what's his name? Starts with a P?
1: No, um, I know it now, but no, it's not a P.
0: Um, did they just make a movie about him?
1: hmm I think so. Yeah.
0: Uh, Versace. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then you got, okay, that one. Um, in which continent is Iran?
0: Iran? Yes. It would be Asia.
1: Yeah, that was really good. I'm very proud of you.
0: You're proud of me for knowing where Iran is?
1: Yes. Okay, I need three to win, two to tie.
0: Three to win, two to tie. What is the name of the blood vessels that carry blood to the heart?
1: Um, arteries.
0: Veins. Fuck. How many letters are in the Latin or Roman alphabet? What the fuck? It's the it's our alphabet.
1: A B C You can't count. Oh fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Thirty-six. Twenty-six. Oh fuck. All right, you won. Give me the last two.
0: In the famous equation E equals MC square formulated by Albert Einstein, what does E equal?
1: E equals where in the fuck did you get that card from? It's the
0: one that you pulled, man. Um, e equals
1: um, uh, equation. Energy. Oh.
0: That's close. Okay, what's that? Energy, I? it's like energy equals mass plus time or something like that. I don't know what C means. Uh, what does RPG to ref, what does RPG refer to in computer games? I've played these all my life.
1: RPG RPG rate per game.
0: No role what? playing game.
1: Ah, uh, that one was a hard card. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, apparently Robert is, um, still the reigning champion of, of trivia. Which, for some reason, you know what? I think that you sneak in here at night and you read the cards.
0: I don't think that works like that.
1: I think it does.
0: No, I just, you know, you just know things. You've been around for a while.
1: Well, I'm older than you. I've
0: been around different things. I
1: knew what care of meant.
0: Yeah, well, you wrote more letters than I did.
1: Yeah. We used to have to actually write letters when I was a secretary.
0: Yeah, I used to. I, remember, I don't think many people know how to write a letter anymore.
1: I there's like a formula to it.
0: You know, they stopped um they stopped teaching cursive in school.
1: I heard that. Yeah. Did you ever learn? Yeah, no, cursive. Yeah, oh, okay. I,
0: I never did my Bs because right I didn't like the I didn't like how Bs looked in <laughs> cursive, so I always wrote them different. <laughs> I got in trouble.
1: I like how you're like, This does this doesn't work for me. Yeah. Aesthetically the alphabet the cursive alphabet. I'm not gonna
0: write an L with a small R next to it. That's a, that's what a B is in cursive and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah. Barbu had beautiful handwriting. Mm-hmm. I never did.
0: Yeah. But Papa had good handwriting too. Huh? So Papa had good handwriting Well, too. he
1: didn't, um, he wrote everything with capitals.
0: Yeah, well, that's what you do in the military.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
0: That's, you do that so they don't, um, you don't accidentally like misinterpret um, a letter.
1: You know, I still have, I do like a weird combination of um, just regular and cursive. Yeah? Yeah. I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah, just because i Brandon
0: I'm- writes in some sort of hieroglyphic. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know where Brandon, his, how his writing got yeah. to be so bad. Brandon
0: writes like a Warshak test. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know what? He actually can write if he slows his brain down. But mm-hmm. he just like he gets a pin in his hand and he's like, Meh. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, well, yeah. awesome, Mom. Well, do you want to tell more to find us?
1: Absolutely. You, I'm gonna go first this time. You can find yours truly, me, at all of my social media as gray hair and tattoos. Robert is Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, no, no, no. Robert is Robert Robert Pike Pike on TikTok.
0: Nope. You had it right the first time.
1: Oh, Robert is Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram and Sherbert on TikTok and YouTube. And until next time, y'all take care of yourself and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.